Hello and welcome to Gundam. I hardly know him. The book club style podcast where we tackle every Gundam series, OVA, and movie in release order. It's season three, and we're discussing Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zeta. I'm Michael Pippen, and I'm joined by my three co-hosts. Some might call them my Mondo, Bicha, and Inu, but I prefer to call them my Kika, Let's, and Cats. We've got Alex. Uh, I don't want to be compared to Mondo, or Cats, or Bicha, my dude. Yeah, why would you say that? Yeah. Michael, why would you say that? <laughs> we got Simon. That was just inappropriate. <laughs> that was inappropriate. <laughs> And we have Christian. No, you're joined today by three E News, the only, the only redeemable of the supporting characters. Dude, hey, no, Eno. no, no. Ella's pretty cool. Ella's, well, okay. Ella's cool. Yeah, I, so I, I, I'm, talking I, about, I'm talking about fucking Judo's boys. All right, so this is actually what I wanted to start with. So you know how um, we are all the main character in our own story of life. So no, like, I'm not. So like we're all Judo. So what I want to do is I want everyone to cast the other three of us as Mondo, Bicha, or Inu. So is this like Kill Mary Fuck? Exactly. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind going first on this one. I already okay. got it. Okay, Alex. Wait, that's fucked um, up. Wait, wait, this is <laughs> end of friendship. We're about to end of friendship. <laughs> Okay, this pull is, trig. Okay, yeah, you fucking dug yourself into this whole pull trig. All right, is this easy? I am Mondo. Christian is Bicha. Uh, Michael is Judo, and Simon is Inu. No, no, no. You <laughs> straight up. <laughs> straight also, up. Calling yourself Mondo, bro. Are you okay? Like, no, Alex, I'm. Maybe I'm girl, not. You look great. You're I'm not, not Mondo. okay. Alex, you're supposed to be Judo in this. I'm straight up. I am not the main character in my story, my dog. Okay, well, I'm yes, going to go next. I'm going to say, um, since since I know of Alex and Christian as like an inseparable pair from our younger days, they, they both have to be either Mondo or Beecham. So I'm going to give Mondo to Alex since he's already claimed it. That makes uh, <laughs> Christian Beecham and then uh, Simon Inu. Simon, you can go next. Dude, I'm fucking two for two with Inu. That rules. <laughs> I, I love the guy. I love the guy. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say, I don't know, for some reason, I think it's Christian Stature, mm-hmm. um, is my main man, Inu. I feel like Alex is going to go into a wildly depressive episode if he gets four Mondo. So I'm gonna give <laughs> Mondo to, to Michael. And I think that, um, uh, we'll, we'll mix it up a little bit with Alex. <laughs> Baby girl, you're doing great. Like, <laughs> All right, Christian, uh, who, who do you think we are? I think with Alex's long flowing locks, he has to be Bicha. And I think, uh, you know, Alex may seem chill, but he's got a mischievous, uh, unpredictable side to him, too. So, you know, don't mm-hmm. sleep on him. Uh, so uh, Alex is definitely Bicha. Uh, Michael's Judo. And uh, Simon, three for three. Simon, you got strong eyebrows, so you're gonna you're a Mondo for me. Oh, oh, you, oh, you got Mondoed. 
You got Mondo. Let me speak from experience. Noah wants to be Mondo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I just want to say, uh, everybody out there, don't be a Mondo. Just don't be don't. one. Like if you're a Mondo, you're out there. Every friend group has one. Yeah. You shouldn't be the one in your friend group. If yeah. If you don't, if you can name all three other characters in your friend group, you're the Mondo. Oh shit! Yeah. That's if actually such a good point, Alex. <laughs> if you don't know who the Mondo is, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know a Mondo, you're the Mondo. I'm sorry. I hate you're to break the... it to you. <laughs> Technically, Alex broke it to you, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> such a hard pill to swallow. This is episode three of season three, and today we are discussing. Episodes 21 through 30 of Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zeta. As always, as always, as in we've done this one other time, but this is the, the norm going forward. We're starting with everyone's favorite new segment, Where Are We with Simon? Where are we with Simon? I'm watching Gundam. With my three best friends. Simon is going to explain. I forgot about this. Simon is going to explain where we are in the story in 60 seconds. Simon? Or less. Simon, your time starts now. Okay, I don't know where Scirocco was. It was a little bit of a fever dream. I don't know if he was from this series or the last series, but I think that he's out of the picture. I don't know where he went. There's also... Judo is looking for his sister this has been known for the last fucking 20 episodes um the bright is still the the big guy on campus mondo and beecha might be traitors or they might not be um rue luca is hot um yes yes it's my time it's my time um (laughs) I already talked about Bright, his wife, my wife. Fuck. My wife. Oh my god, this is so hard. Where's Camille? I still haven't seen the last episode. Where is he? Is he doing okay? Um, Amaro might be dead. No, that's it. Time that's. Out. Where are we with Simon? Good job, Simon. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, as, as I said, uh, today we are covering episodes 21 through 30 um but that's not it i also want to get you guys excited for what i'm calling the big take i'm not gonna tell you what it is now can we let's let's insert some audio here I want to wait. Hear... No, 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 no. This is the take you fucking like you prepped us for. Like yeah, you, no, you, no. you. This has been marinating a bit. Yeah, I want you guys to just like think about what it could be. I'm gonna put some like reverb over my voice when I say the, the big, big take. take. I want some morning radio like, uh, the big take. You know, something like really beefy and Ooh, uh, obnoxious. I, I was thinking. I was thinking more like the uh, background music to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, like just like very ominous game show music the big take um but i think we should just jump right into it unless anyone has uh any business um to episode 21 so last last episode as simon clearly demonstrated uh with uh where are we with simon 
uh, we were yes. left we were left on a cliffhanger uh, with episode twenty. Cecilia the Crybaby Part One. Oh um, yes. So we're jumping right into episode episode Cecilia, you're breaking my heart. All right, go ahead. My purse is not okay with Alex. What's that? <laughs> no, no, I was fine with the I would find with the awkward pregnated sil- silence. That's okay with me. But I not what I was not okay with was the amount of times Cecilia was slapped in the, these two episodes. Oh, yes! Yes, yeah. yes. Cecilia was completely unfair. Yeah, no, Cecilia is truly, I think, like, the first, like, heartbreaking character of the series. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Okay, let me, I, it's, let me let me go through this real quick. Go ahead. Okay. Hit it. I just wanted to really let Christian uh, just sit out there. Um, <laughs> stew, stew in the mess you made. <laughs> um, all right, episode 21, Cecilia the Crybaby, part two. Chara soon, in another attempt to escape the Argama, takes Cecilia captive and makes her way into Granada. Cecilia returns to Gaton and the Axis soldiers to reveal their location of the Argama. However, she bluffs and gives them the wrong information in exchange for passage on a civilian cruiser off Granada and a briefcase full of money. However, it was actually a double bluff. The suitcase had a secret bomb in it. Torres catches Cecilia and in a brutal exchange skewers her selfish actions and refuses to leave with her. As her ship is leaving, Gaton, uh, his crew, use the civilian cruiser as a shield as it attacks the Argama. However, Judo uh, uses the double Zeta to defeat most of the mobile suits and Cecilia locates the secret bomb. Cecilia leaves the civilian cruiser and rides on an Axis mobile suit back to Gaton's ship with the bomb right before it explodes, killing her and everyone on the ship. Or at least that's what we think. I completely forgot about the end of that episode. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck do you mean you forgot about it? <laughs> there was so much that happened later in the 10 episodes, I forgot that she blew herself up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that was wild. So Christian, I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> Christian, you mentioned uh, you mentioned in our text exchange um, how much of a bummer this episode was. Um, were you su- surprised at the dynamics of Double Zeta in this episode with how dark it was able to get? Uh, it was a like super shift in tone, and um, it's like. It took me aback a little bit, but I was super. I, I was super engaged with it. I loved it, um, and uh, you know, of course, you hate to see uh, female characters like killed or uh, you know, violence being done against them just to advance the story. But uh, I thought, I thought um, hers was an interesting story because. Uh, you know she's caught in the middle of this whole war, and she's left with a, a Sophie's choice of sorts. You know, either I uh, help the Axis and get my family off of this colony, uh, or I'm you know stuck here, relegated to a life of drudgery. 
So, you know, yeah, I, I thought she was an interesting character, and I thought it was a, an interesting story. Okay, she definitely had a different option besides either being a spy or not leaving. It's called being friends with Torres and asking him to get her the fuck off the colony, which he absolutely would have done if she hadn't betrayed him. Yeah, definitely. Like, she, I, she didn't explore the full capabilities of, like, the yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah I, there simply is not enough women taking advantage of men in this show, and yeah. I think that that needs to change. Just simply isn't enough women taking advantage of men in the world, first off. Hey, uh, yeah. Second, like, as tragic as her story was, I really did not like Cecilia. Like, I did not like her as a character. I found her annoying. Didn't deserve to be blowing up, like, yeah, not cool. I mean, it was cool the way she took out Goddess, and I really fucking hate him, but like, damn, bro, damn. But like, <laughs> I, I wish she would have just thrown the bomb at him, and then this is it just like, and then, like the force blew her back. In the last episode, nice. Simon said this take, which I thought was really great, which is the moment that a character we don't like is not a child, we just don't give a shit what happens to them. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't want her to die. Like, I didn't like her, but, like, she didn't deserve what happened to her. I, I had sympathy for her. Her life was shitty. I, she was just a, she just responded poorly to her situations. Yeah, like, she was very much, like, I feel like just riding by the seat of her pants the whole time. Um, Which, I don't know. I, like, I think that as far as, like, the show goes, she was, like, a good vessel for kind of... I don't know, humanizing a bit. Because, like, with all of the characters, I think, have acted very heroically so far. Like, everyone, all, like, on board the Argama, like, acts in, like, the platonic ideal of, like, what a hero would do. But, like, I don't know, in reality, it, it's like those, you know, like those, and those doomsday movies where, you know, all of the characters act really, you know, kind of, like, frantic and you get extremely frustrated with it. But, you know, in reality, you kind of would be kind of riding by the seat of your pants. But... I agree. I think Cecilia was just, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think, am. I agree. I think that I, the the exchange between, um, between Torres and Cecilia, whenever she was about to get on to the civilian cruiser, was like a really, although the you know the way that he treated her was very <clears throat> brutal. It was also just yeah. like a really kind of nice scene to show the dynamics of the show, which is like what mostly stood out to me in this episode was that we do have this show has the ability to do the serious kind of tone as well as the more comedic tone which which I thought like worked really well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I love Cecilia and you get this in a couple a few episodes down the line as well is her character and her story was really universe building and we had this in the last block with the uh with the colony the phantom colony episodes where mm -hmm. I was like yeah we really are like facing the consequences of what war has done for yeah. like, 10, 12 years in this universe. So as much as I don't like her, I think that her story was fairly like it was important to have those two episodes. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I have I have a note in my notes for a lot of these episodes, which is just like this show is hitting us over the head in a very effective way that war is bad. Like, it, it very clearly wants us to take away from this show that war is bad. And this is, like, the first or one of the first instances in, obviously, this block. But I think it's very effective. Yeah. Well, because it's, it's, you know, 
like in terms of you know being heavy-handed yeah sure i i can accept that but i think it it's you know this episode is a lesson in uh you know how power is abused and how people ended up getting used um and their will or you know their choices don't really matter in the end because they're stuck in the middle of this impossible situation because of this war right and uh you know unnecessary tragedy that cecilia uh is you know stuck in even though i think alex does have a valid point even though maybe some of it is self uh self-inflicted um but yeah you know for what it's worth i like i like this episode i liked your story and i like i like the message that it's sending uh christian you want to go ahead and take us through episode 22 Yes. Judo Sorties. Episode 22, Judo Sorties. So um, there are rumblings in, across the colonies, and um, it appears that Hamankarn and Axis are getting ready to invade Earth. And so uh, Madchar, he's like this consultant from the Federation that hangs out in the Argama for a little bit. He's like this heavyset guy. I kind of like his character but he's just kind of there um he proposes this plan to kind of stop Hamankarn in her tracks before she actually reaches earth earth and he's kind of relaying those uh orders from Aug headquarters um meanwhile Bicha and Mondo convince Judo to go along with their harebrained plan to attach a bunch of bombs and Zeta on the double Zeta in order to uh I guess take out a bunch of Axis ships and they were also trying to make a fool of judo at the same time. I don't know what they were trying to do. No, no, it was it was way more insidious. They were trying to cut the main characters of the story, which <laughs> I love. I love the fact that that was an actual quote from I think Bicha is we can be the we can be the main ones on this ship. <laughs> yeah, I love like I don't like these characters at all, but I love them in this episode. I love how insane it was to strap a shit ton of bombs to Zeta and send Judo out <laughs> with a just, shit ton of bombs to just to him. steal some of his shine like literally that was it um, <laughs> but then it blows up in the literally and figuratively it blows up in their face Judo <laughs> comes back it feels like Judo was confused as to why he was doing it <laughs> yeah he it. he's like okay I guess like these guys um, are my friends I'll do this yeah, this episode also had another really good Haro scene where he was just like, Judo is in trouble, Shinta and Kumar in trouble, everybody is in trouble. And like, Judo is in trouble. Again, Judo I, is in trouble. I cannot resonate. Like, Haro is the most relatable character in the show, I think. I think that Haro is just fucking, like, goblin brain. And, and then um, the most important scene, I think, uh, is Judo's meeting with Haman Karn on her ship? Oh yes, because she she bluffs and says that Lena is on the ship and kind of lures Judo on there, and uh, she kind of sinks her claws into him a little bit, and she gets you know a little up close and personal, a little. <laughs> you, little... <laughs> you can say that, Christian. Uh, you know. I don't know the age difference. Does someone know the exact age difference here? It's, I mean, uh, obviously, she's not what, okay. like nineteen, I think. 
and Judo is... Is she really? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Sorry. She's 21. 21. Oh, yeah. That's wild. And Judo is 14. 14. Don't forget, Judo is 14. What the fuck? A uh, little predatory here. Oh, a little predatory, but... Um... I like Judo's quote when, like, he was getting, like, fucking, like, dumbed by Hamon Khan. It was like, it was like, this feels weird. <laughs> but it smells nice. <laughs> 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 Alex, <laughs> Alex, can we do a, a brief little this is not okay? It's okay. It's not okay. It isn't? You can do this is not okay. This, I mean, I'm not okay with any of the relationships involving Judo in this show. <laughs> except for Ella because they're the similar age. But uh, if Hamilton Kong came on to me like that though, like... Yeah, Dude, exactly. I liked <laughs> it. I liked it a lot. Like, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for like her being yeah. like a sexual character. I think it's like works really well I, in this horny show. I, yeah, I was. <laughs> the only thing I was confused by was she is she like legitimately into him, or does she just want him on her side? I think she's like into his. Um, it's like the his new type like abilities, right? It's like the one thing that like. I don't know. I'm sure there's like one thing that everybody has that is just like if um like uh a partner ha- has that quality then it's like game over and you're all in. And I feel like with Hamon Khan like if it's a new type, um if the person is a new type then she's just like so game. If um, yeah, if if the person's a new type, she uh they are her type. Whoa, that's kind of fun. Hey. That's actually kind of fun. Alex, I really like Like what's that. your type? What's your type? It's a new type. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, very cool. That's compelling. If people ask what my sexuality is, I say new type. That's how I identify. You say new type, Christian. Yeah. <clears throat> that's very cool. Yeah. Very 2021. Uh, new type. It's 2021. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. My sexual preference is empathy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I think I think Haman sees a lot of potential in judo. I think she, and also I feel like in the first time in the show, the the Haman, or at least the idea of like solidarity based on on the new type identity, uh, yeah, like loyalty being formed through that. I think Haman's the first kind of character to really push that. I mean, there are kind of little moments of that, but. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's episode 22 in a nutshell. I was wondering, <clears throat> do you guys know what sortie means? Yeah. It's like a it's like an air force it term. Means, it means It's when No, you, it's a French term. Yeah, so I was like uh I, like I I think we all know it in the context of the show, which is like like leaving or like going. But I didn't realize that in French, it just means exit. Um, oh, really? I was watching a French movie, and I saw a bunch of, like, exit signs on the train stations that were said sortie. And um, I thought that was really interesting. Huh. <laughs> um, anyway. Didn't you take French in high school? Yeah, didn't I did. Did you take French in high school, bro? I did. I took uh, two years of French. I don't think I ever learned how to say exit, though. Uh, remember that we went to a public school in Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to call us out like that, Michael. Je m'appelle Michael. 
<rire> Menage et toi. <rire> La Ça l'ai vu. <rire> <rire> Um, Alright, let's jump into episode. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Can we also mm-hmm. talk about one of my favorite moments of this episode? Yeah, of course yes. we can, Alex. Uh, the fact that Inu get wraps up in the cable, and Dudo's like, no, that's <laughs> fucking your problem. Shut the Oh my god, yeah, holy shit. I thought, I thought fucking Inu was gonna get like Final Destination ripped in half. <laughs> oh, holy yeah, shit. dude. I, Alex, thank you so much for bringing that up. Because there were scenes where, like, the cable was being... Te- like, I, like, real shit was just like, oh, shit. Like, this is the part of, like, the cartoon that we watch where Eno gets ripped in half. Like, that's <laughs> such a crazy, crazy plot point. But, yeah. Yeah, I definitely thought he was going to die this episode, and I was really worried. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's good. He's good. Yeah, he's he, got he, also... He made it through. He's, he's bomb- really resilient. Also, bombs are on Zeta. Wasn't the worst strategy. It worked pretty fucking well. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. honestly, Mon- Mondo and Beecher should just take over for Bright at this point. Yeah. Right? Sometimes I don't think you're wrong. <clears throat> also, Owen, I do have a question about this episode. Did Inu cut off all of the bombs when it was in the hangar? Uh... Like when Judo left him when he went to go see uh, Haman Khan? I'm not really sure I what happened to the very weird. Ap- he gets very weird when he's like, oh, why won't you watch it? And he just kind of, like, brushes it off. And I took it as he cut them all off and just didn't say mm. anything. But like, why wouldn't they blow up? Because they're just bombs falling underground. Oh. No. <laughs> the plastic explosives, they need some force to blow up. Also, a, a super important thing, we have to break down Haman Karn's new outfit. I want to know everyone's takes on this. Yeah, we'll uh we'll, we'll pull it up while I while I talk about this episode. Okay. <clears throat> I think um we still have Haman for quite a while, so. Yeah. Um I'll go ahead and go through episode 23 Earth Ablaze. Ablaze. While aboard the Axis ship, Lena discovers that they're performing cyber new type impressions on Pleth. Back on the Argama, the Aeg prepares to intercept the Axis ships during their descent to now Axis controlled Dakar. Fighting breaks out between the two factions, and Judo is locked in battle with Pleth. As they fight, the brainwashed Pleth is thrown into atmospheric entry, and Judo decides to save her instead of attempting to rescue his sister. All the Axis ships and the Argama descend to Earth. Um, I wanted to ask Simon. Uh, we watched Camille in the previous season in uh, in Zeta Gundam try in vain to change the programming of Cyber New Types. Um, he tried multiple times during that story. Do you think mm-hmm. that Judo has the ability to save Pleth? Do you think that's like a possibility? Or is it kind of just like an annoying plot point at this point? Um, at this point? uh, Well, I mean, like, I, I feel like that's not a fair question because I've seen the rest of the episodes. And, um, like, I, I think Pleth is so much younger than, like, she is kind of given screen time for in the show mm-hmm. like she just seems like a tween like that's what she is essentially right she's like you know like a 12 year old girl that just like is kind of like you know needs someone to grab onto so she uses judo so i mean i think like it's salvageable like plays like extremely impressionable which is why they're trying to like brainwash her right now but um i don't know i i it, it it is very very hard to watch, but 
I the my main thing is throughout these whole all of these episodes, I just like couldn't figure out if I liked play or not because like the obvious answer is like no, you don't like it. It's like an annoying 12-year-old. But there are like redeemable moments and stuff and like she is she does seem to like understand um like, you know, situations very very well, but she just does these like shinta and kum um season one like bullshits every so often which like makes her seem like super super annoying but i think the one th- yeah yeah i i think i do think that it's salvageable i think we can i think we can save play in uh like bring her full on board the argama what do you think alex i love play i love what she has done to judo and like has made him a bit more compassionate and a bit more like less single focused on I need to save my sister now he's thinking about play and like I love it happens in later episodes when he's just like we can all be a family like I I love play I love judo I hope I hope nothing happens between them like I hope I hope, I hope they both make it to the end of the show <laughs> I but yeah I, I don't know I, I like the relationship because it very much it, it is a brother sister relationship that's what she wants and he wants family, and like she becomes his family, and I love that like thread that just happens. She's uh she's much younger than him, but she's also his spirit guide at the same time a little bit, and helping him discover his new type abilities. Were you about to say, yeah, Michael? Definitely, I think that's a really good point. I just wanted to pop back to um Haman Khan watch. Um, I just looked up her outfit from these episodes. And it is Buck Wild. I think the the biggest thing is the headpiece. The headpiece is awesome. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I would the love the best thing about the headpiece. The best thing about the headpiece is the way she puts it on in episode twenty two. Like I don't know if anyone else caught that, but she just uses her type abilities to levitate onto a fucking head. Oh really? Cool as shit. Oh wait, no, yeah. Haman Khan uses all sorts of new type ability bullshit. Remember when she just like projected herself to be the fucking size of like the statue? No, of no, Liberty? no, no, no. On the no, holoscope? No, that, that that was... The holoscope was tied well, that was yeah. I, I that's think that's technology. technology. That's technology. Yeah, that's that's not new type, that's technology. Do you remember when Simon used his new type abilities to tweet? I use my new type abilities every single day to I write my new type code and then I compile my new type code and then I play my new type games. It's fucking crazy as shit. I like I, I'm given this gift, but it does feel like when I code, I'm in the chamber that play was in, just screaming as loud as I can, asking to get out. But I think that it is making me better. Um, the other thing that I wrote down here, um, that I think, uh, let's talk about it. How the fuck are the good guys and the bad guys communicating in the Gundam in the middle of the battle? Because I wrote down something that I think is very compelling. Okay, mm-hmm. Gundam trucker radio. Do you think that's what's good? Is that anything? <laughs> is that anything? Yeah, that's the start of something. All right, that's a kernel. That, of that's how they're communicating like mid battle, right? They're all like tuned into the same station. Uh, I think it's proximity chat. Oh, yeah. like in Call of Duty, like when you kill yeah. someone, like you yeah. can hear the last like two seconds of their voice yeah. chat. Yeah, you can hear them yeah. say some also... racist bullshit on Xbox <laughs> oh, Live. Shit. Don't you hate it when Camille kills one of the fucking Axis pilots and they just say like something really fucked up? But like, <laughs> yeah, I do. 
as their I soul do hate their that. body. It's like the yeah, as their soul lose their. It's body. like the chat on uh, Rocket League. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Okay, Gundam UI with Rocket League quick chat, like like fucking like nice shot, nice shot, nice shot, nice shot. It's just like like fucking what a save, like what a save, 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 what a save. Like Judo hitting someone from really far out, calculated, calculated, okay. calculated. You know, Judo would been the Judo would be the type of person to straight up compliment an Axis moment for doing something really fucking. Oh, nice shot! Yeah, nice shot. Yeah, he like, Judo got some respect for a cool move. Yeah. Also, can we talk about some of the mobile suits in like the last few episodes? Like Hakushiki's the Rick Dom Two is awesome. Hake- yeah, Hakushiki's back. Hakushiki. The Kibli Two is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. um, I love that whole sequence of him, sa- uh, uh, Judo saving a uh, play. Richard Dom the Second. Have you guys? <laughs> Have you guys noticed how bright it's like his shirt is unbuttoned halfway now? Like he just is kind of like in this dazed He's like back, dude. It's casual Friday. He got a little sexy. It's okay. I think also sexier. I think he's drinking is a lot it, behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> I think he's having a rough time. I think he's struggling. I think Bright is abusing alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> he's like better than abusing the teenagers on his ship. That's definitely true. I'd, I'd rather him say the Alex excellent take. I think when <laughs> when it, I think now that whenever it, somebody steals a Gundam or like fuck something up, instead of like reacting super angrily like he used to, now he's more of like, oh really? Okay. Uh, uh, well, we'll deal <laughs> oh, with that. I, <laughs> I love how much he just like, judo. Like he's giving up. That is like stage one of an alcoholic parent. <laughs> like just being like, oh, like really? Uh, You're really fuck. gonna do that right now? No, fuck it. If I can't control you, you crazy kids are gonna do whatever you want. <laughs> I, 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 I forget exactly what episode it is, but like at some point, everyone's freaking out that judo has either the double zeta or the zeta, and Bryce is like, fuck it, he'll come, he'll got it. And I love that. I love that. He, yeah, he just give it up. You're like, yeah, Judo's fine. He's like, he, he can be he right. figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I like I like Laissez Faire Bright. Um, all right. Yeah, I do too. I, he's significantly better than the last ten episodes. I, I take back that my criticism on him in the last episode. Uh, Christian, do you want to go ahead and uh, take us into episode twenty four? Let us do that. Episode twenty four. Siblings love on the South Seas. Upon landing on Earth, the Argama is uh, guided to safe port uh, by these locals. Um, and it's like off the coast of Africa somewhere, if I'm not mistaken. And, and uh, these local guides kind of uh, take Argama to safe port, seemingly so. But it turns out that one of the guys is actually pilots mobile suits for uh, the a local Axis, uh, I guess, uh, amphibian unit. And um, Judo ends up meeting the sister of one of the guides who's very upset about him working for Axis and wants him to stop because it's dangerous and that he's uh, all tangled up in it. And... Um, there's a little back and forth, and Judo and him end up battling in these uh, really cool-looking mobile suits. What do you guys think of the capsule? I loved that thing. Oh, dude, it's 
fucking amazing. It's a sea monster. It's so terrifying. I love everything about it. And I love the I, I, I love the idea of him like joining the Argama as a pilot. I wanted him to uh, there's there are a couple characters that mm. are love to have joined the Argama crew, but sadly don't. And uh he was one of them. Taman, I think is his name. Any takeaways from this episode? Oh, I actually my... I I thought that this episode was just like pretty straightforward. I don't yeah. know. Just my only like note for this another is another fight. Yeah, this episode made me sad. That's all I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it, war is bad. Well, it's also bad. yeah. I think Double Zeta is doing a decent job representing people of color on this show and I think uh, in this episode, you'll notice that um, they m- maybe mention something like how all the fighting on Earth happens in Africa, where a lot of mm-hmm. people of color live. And I think there's there's some political statements being made by the show, uh, not so subtly yeah. and and subtly in certain ways. Um, no, they like very blatantly <laughs> mention that like fighting always has to happen in Africa, and I'm a pissed off. Actually, I think they mentioned that in the next episode. It may I be. love I, I love this episode. I I like the mobile suits were dope. I love that they just get fucking hustled super hard by the earth. Yeah. Like that made me so happy. Oh, they're so scared of a little rain. Oh no. I thought this episode was good. Yeah, it was kind of straightforward, a nice like yeah. A nice mid like episode for this for this section, it was yeah. mm-hmm. a little lighthearted, a, a little sad. Again, I think it's like, I think it's two double Zeta's credit that it's one episode and not two. Like, I feel like in Zeta, this would have been two episodes, and by the yeah. end, like it wouldn't, like there just like wasn't enough substance there. Um, and I kind of like, I like the speed at which the show is working, where it's yeah, this is just one standalone episode with these with these characters and it was really effective because at the end I was just like damn this sucks like it sucks yeah. that like Ward does this and you know I found this episode and the next couple all like this whole chunk just good I thought it was yeah. really good yeah so good favorite chunk favorite chunk I loved it yeah very self-contained um, does this anyone yeah does anyone else have any notes before we move on to episode 25 I have so many notes for 25 Okay, me too. Let's we'll, go ahead, we'll ahead and move and on. Jump in. Yeah. Um, episode 25 The Face of Rommel. The Argama team, Judo, Rue, El, Eno, Ple, and for some reason, Bicha and Mondo, venture into the desert to try and link up with Karuba. Judo and Ple, who are separated from the group when the Rommel unit, a band of zombie loyalists who are still hostile from the One Year War and have been waiting eight years for revenge, attack them. The Argama crew is able to defeat the Rommel unit, but the victory is a bitter one, as our heroes tire of death around them. Double Zeta is adamant that war is bad. Um, I love this episode. This is it's, it's definitely one of my favorites. Um, the first thing that I wanted to bring up was, uh, Christian, did you pick up on the very on-the-nose reference to Erwin Rommel? Yeah, that's the Rommel's uh, tank unit. Um, World War Two, right? Uh, in Northern Africa. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it, it's uh, a pretty like yeah, in my opinion, a pretty uh, on the nose reference to Erwin Rommel, who was called the Desert Fox. 
who was a German military commander during World War II. The so again, fuck do you guys know that? Public school in Kentucky. Oh, I did. I didn't know that. <laughs> history <laughs> Channel, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it, it's all History Channel. All History if, Channel. If I could tell you the amount of uh, <laughs> Desert Fox shit I've watched on the History Channel as a kid, um, yeah. So it is that it is that reference that uh, comparison of the uh, German Nazis to the zombie family to the zombie loyalists uh-huh. in this um, opinion. But I felt like, and I think this is probably why Simon, you really like this episode, is that the world building in this episode was really good. The idea of the continuation of these people sitting in the desert since the one year war, just like waiting for their time of revenge, I found just like absolutely compelling. Plus the desert outfits. The desert outfits let's talk crew. Let's <laughs> before we go any further, we're talking about what the fuck Beach and Mondo were wearing. Because they look like <laughs> the members of a ska band. <laughs> yes, they <Beach> do. <laughs> Is wearing the classic T-shirt with tie around the collar, not <laughs> yes. tucked into anything. Fucking Mondo is wearing a vest Dude. with suspenders in a bow tie, and all of the fucking the the cool ass vaporwave um clear visors that everybody is wearing as well. Ugh, I was in love with it. Yo, I mean, biggest um, biggest but- shout out to Rue. Rue's outfit is on point. Oh my god. I think god. she oh, I, I, I I love Rue. I think she, her outfit takes the cake compared to everybody else's. Mondo I think was trying to make a statement but doesn't quite pull it off. <laughs> Mondo looks like he fucking was inside of a JC Penny during hurricane <laughs> like a hurricane <laughs> and he just kind of like fucking hot glued as many clothes as he could to his fucking self as possible like because like i don't know there's like so much like flesh in between each uh, i don't know i don't know yeah, um i love it can we talk about i think this is a good time as ever to talk about like my big take for um this chunk of episodes mm-hmm. simon sightway hold on i want to know what you think about the mega rider Oh, the Mega Rider's cool as shit. That's the fucking um uh like AT or uh speeder bike thing, right? Or yeah, no, 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 yes. no, 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 no. Yes. Is yeah, it? Yeah. It's what the yes. Mark II yeah. flies around on. Yeah, that thing's yeah. cool as shit. I wanted to that is like my favorite part of mech design is all of like the supporting units and stuff. Um because like the gun the like the the mobile suits look so good riding it as well. Like it looks really sick by itself, but like it looks it it I don't know. It's really hard to capture, like, making the mobile suits interact with objects as if they were humans, you know, because, like, they just, like, can't move in the same way that humans can. Like, like I, I don't I, I keep thinking of, like, what it, like what would a Gundam look like riding a bike or something like that? Or, like, what would a Gundam <laughs> look like, like, pushing a skateboard? And, like, that shit just, like, doesn't work. But I really, really like the Mega Rider. So, speaking of the Mega Rider, the Mega Rider isn't piloted by anyone, right? Like oh. outside of a mech, outside of a, uh, I think that there are definitely people in there. there. There's definitely you, a yeah. Pilot. That's what I thought. You can pilot the mech. Because Inu pilots itself. it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because I'm, I'm trying to think. At this point, we have so many the Gundam team. Is yeah, there's so many all people. of Judo's friends now. Yeah, so it's one, two, Mar- three, four, five, six, seven people. And yeah, because it's mobile Mondo and Beecha 
both pilot one because they're incompetent on their own <laughs> i bet that the mega rider is like the type of thing like you know that like when you're like babysitting someone and you like hand them a controller that's not actually hooked up to the tv so like they feel like that they're like playing video games but they're not so like the like the mega rider like has a cockpit and everything but like it's <laughs> not attached to anything. anything like it's all cosmetic and like so it's just like oh yeah you know like yeah come along pilot the mega rider see i i disagree i think it's it seems like it's when you give you play a single player game you give the little kid the second controller but in reality it's actually metal Gear solid 2 when you get the final boss and actually, the second controller is the one that works, and that's what he. Oh, like, fuck, I remember that. Holy like, shit! He's just like boom, boom, bang. Look at me! I'm fucking oh. saving you all as motherfucking asses. Yeah, yeah. The the fight against Psychomantis. Yeah, you gotta use that second. Yeah. Spoiler for Metal Gear Solid Two alert. No, no, that game came out like 25 years. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> spoilers allowed for that game. And I don't want to be a. Um stickler for the rules here but uh that's actually metal gear solid one where you fight psycho man oh sorry <laughs> i i'm not as versed as uh as fuck i didn't forget the name of this game already forgot the name of michael <laughs> yeah me too i thought you were like oh, I, I thought you were sorry. like i'm not as well versed as oh fuck oh i'm not fuck. as well versed as michael as as michael is in metal gear solid so yeah. Any fans I, who are no. big Metal Gear Solid fans, That's a losing don't battle. come at me. I just re- I just replayed them at the beginning of quarantine. Anyway, <laughs> all right, Simon, you I think you had uh, a talking point that you wanted to get to. I think we yeah, it can be summarized in just a, in just a sentence if that's okay. That's all I need. Yeah, do it. Um, Inu is Bo Burnham. <laughs> explain yourself i'm not going to, i'm not going to disagree but i want you to explain yourself i'm like really bummed that you stole my hot take Wait, he looks like him no 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 no, no. that's not my oh, take. Okay. that's not the kind of acts like he's just like he I, like i i think because he's just like likable tall skinny white dude with shaggy hair is like what is what the main thing is for me and I think it's just because I, um, I don't know. He, he just like real, that was when I was talking with you, Michael, about like casting characters. Like I saw Inu and I like just made the analogy of Bo Burnham. And I just want to get, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Yeah, okay. no, I like it. Okay. I don't uh, feel better. I neither agree nor disagree, but like. I agree. I think, I have, I think it's I have, a good I have to look at. I have to look up Bo Burnham, and I have to look at Inu again. Good. Like, I'm glad that it, like, sparked, at the very least, it sparked a little bit of mental imagery no. comparing the two yeah. that maybe kind of pushed yourself into ways that you didn't really think Yeah, before. no, like, I, I, I think that take is a fast, like, I think it's a fantastic take. It's nothing, it's nothing controversial. It's just something I've just literally never considered. <laughs> also, what the fuck is in their AC inside of mobile suits? What yeah, the fuck is insane. up with this shit? Like, okay. That's my last hot take of the episode. Um, okay, I did just have a couple things I wanted to mention before we move on, uh, which is whenever we started this podcast, I was very aware of the fact that I could say this over and over and over again, and I didn't want to. And I think in trying to make myself not say it, I've like, I don't think I've said it enough, which is that the sound design in this show, in all of these shows, is simply incredible. 
the sound simply incredible the sound that the mobile suits make the sound that of zeta's rifle all of the sound effects are incredible and i just i don't feel like i've said it enough and I, it cannot be it simply cannot be said enough but what i have now is my burning question of the week Question. Where's Mashamar? Wrong answers only. Ooh. Alex. He... Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is good. Wrong this answers is... only. Alex. He's hiding in Harmon God's closet. Ooh. Simon. <laughs> Come back to me. Your Christian <laughs> Great, Christian. Where's where's Mashamar? Wrong answers only. Uh, Mashamar is really horny and lonely right now because he can't get home and car. And he's uh, down at the Bunny Ranch, and he's asked for one of the girls with uh, pink shoulder length hair. And um, wow, he's, he's drinking. Uh, his sorrows away. Farm? And <laughs> yeah, yeah, Christian, you just exposed the fuck out of yourself. <laughs> right now. An ID on the bunny farm. Uh, yeah, that's where he is right now. All right, I think and- Mashamar is driving for a DoorDash right now. Dude, where the fuck is he? Is he dead? Like, what happened to him? Maybe he had, like, a family emergency. I think he's at Ikea eating meatballs at the food court. Oh, almost certainly. Is um, he Is he actually dead, though? Or is he still no, alive? No, he's still oh. somewhere. He's somewhere. He's yeah, like, he's, last time I remember seeing him, story. he got into a ship, and then, yeah, yeah. Like, last time I remember him definitively is when, when uh, what's-her-face popped up. Yeah, no, he left whenever Chara Soon took over. Chara. Yeah, the intro. Also, what happened to Chara Soon in these last episodes? Uh, she got left in Granada. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she just straight up was like, left like, behind. I realized I just forgot about her. Yeah. Yeah, she did. She did just oh, yeah, she escaped. There. And then she just. This show gives just... you. This show gives you mad whiplash of, yeah. like, characters. It's insane. Um. Yeah, so that that's the burning question. Um, does anyone else have any other notes on this episode? Uh, just how Ace of Rommel. during the animation sometimes they'll simplify the shapes uh, to make the animation smoother, and I love how they do that. And I think s- some of the best animated yeah. like uh, One Piece does that. They make the the character design simpler so they can make uh, animation uh, smoother and much more fun to watch. And I think Double Zeta Again, I think that is like the advantage of this episode as the Zakus are back, the same color Zakus. And I think that like I love watching the Zakus animated because they're such chunky figures that like exactly as you said, Christian, it just looks so nice. And just like watch yeah. watching Elpio like run as uh you know sh- artillery fires getting fired at her, it just it was so much fun to watch. Uh, but yeah, that's my last note for that episode. My my last note is this episode only made me think of Rambo Wall because yes. of the name yes. Rommel, and I I got really sad. I got really sad for a little bit. Like man, I wish Rambo Wall was. Here. I was hoping that there was some like ex machina shit where he wasn't actually dead and he popped up. <laughs> Alex, don't even say it. Don't even say that. You're making me sad. I know. 
He's gonna be a I force mean, ghost. He's gonna be a force ghost. Like at the end, honestly, like Judah's gonna be I around mean, the fire and just like look up and Rama Rawl is gonna not. You're just him. gonna have sad so Michael happy. for the rest of this episode. Just mm-hmm. like the crap. Also, also, I want I want to correct my answer to what Will Mashimar is at. Yeah, Mashimar is with Sayla right now. <laughs> and where the fuck is Sayla? Where okay, is Sayla? Dude. Hashtag where Sayla? Where is Sayla? Where is she? Right answers only, because I actually want to know. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, We'll be back with the take. The big take. And more episodes. I'm so excited for the take. The take. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Hey, what's up? This is Simon from Gundam. I hardly know him. (laughs) I just got it. Um, damn, uh, it would mean a lot if you left us a rating, um, and a review on iTunes. It really helps us like stick out from all the other podcasts out there and like kind of lets us know that you like what we're doing. Um, yeah. Other than that, thank you so much for listening, um, to our goofy little robot podcast. I know I really appreciate it. And my three best and only friends also really appreciate it. I'm sure, but they can't talk right now because I'm alone. And we're back, folks. And before I move on to uh, guiding us through episode 26, Alex has some takes for us. I have a few few housekeeping things to bring up. One, it's been a week. (laughs) And the twisted house we're keeping here. (laughs) I have not seen any Frasier X Gundam (laughs) fan art. I haven't seen any fan art come in. I've seen no Frasier X Gundam fan art. Mobile Suit Frasier. Issue one. Issue one. Uh, Listeners. Issue. Issue two is the fuck weird ass fan sub. Are you watching Christian? You just have random names sometimes, or just random title hey, names. Hey, look that like oh, kind of right, but not fully. The right. title card. That's what was on the title card of the show, and that's what I wrote down in my notes, young sir. So you can take take, take into account all that. Take into account heat. the uh, the title card is in Comic Sans. So. Oh, I, I, that makes me so happy. I also <laughs> like to think that, like, because this had to get, like, from Japan to the U.S. So, like, during that time, the person handling the file could have just, like, renamed it and just, like, mm-hmm. called the episode whatever they, episode whatever yeah. they wanted. <laughs> That's true. Like, but... What, like, insane <sighs> power. Like, like, it's, like, weird. Like, on my, on the files I downloaded, this one's called The One with the Blue Gundam. I like. Is it called that for you guys? Wait, what? What episode is called the Blue Gundam? Is there a Blue Gundam? Oh no 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 no! No episodes no, are no, called that. No, no, sweetie. Okay. No. <laughs> no, 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 episodes, no, 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 no. I have episodes similar to that name, and I was like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, the episode. I had another take. Uh, episode one from Zeta Gundam was called the Black Gundam. That was a good episode. Yep. Uh, we love it. Uh, what else? What else? I, I have one. That. I have one episode called "Like Fuck You, Janice." Go. I hope you're happy with like your new husband, Andrew. Ooh, do you yeah, have that a, one? I it's do. Like, it's that's the one five for me. It's the one right after eight. Equal sign. Equal sign. Equal sign. D. Learn to buy. Smiley face. <laughs> Smiley face. Weird. All right, um, all right. <laughs> uh, I, I was gonna say that's, I, that's I, enough. <laughs> I'm kind of happy Christians is watching these weird fan subs because he's keeping original anime 
alive. Yeah. But he's keeping real anime coming into America alive by going old school. Like old school. I also imagine Christian's watching Gundam Zeta Zeta on a VHS that he bought oh. from a dude behind a mall. Yes. I would love That's that. That's exactly I'd how I'm watching that. it. I would yeah. love, I love that. that. Um all right. So uh let's do it. Let's do it. Episode twenty six, Masai's Heart. Is that the name of the episode, Alex? That's what I have. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That that's right. what I have. That's what I have. <laughs> that's what we all have. <laughs> so um the Argamas, uh, on their trek through the desert, close in on Dakar to help take it back from Axis, and, except for they're running low on water and they need to find some. And uh, in their efforts to find an oasis, Judo runs into this mysterious woman, and um, she kind of guides them to uh, this village that has some water that they might need. Um except for this mysterious woman has a past and that her uh her brother and herself were ostracized from her village because her brother was a former Zeon uh Zaku pilot or I, I can't remember what type of mobile suit there but um and uh he was ostracized from his village and she wanted to redeem his reputation by defending her village from outsiders and uh there's a scuffle that ensues and uh thankfully judo rescues her from a tragic end um but this was a uh another kind of a little bit of a filler episode another another kind of side story much like the um episode 24 um it's definitely like the kickoff to the whole subplot or the the whole the new main plot of where is the water because i i, I <laughs> during oh okay no i wrote this down they like i i came up with a game for this block of episodes okay ooh let's hear you're not allowed to drink water while we're talking about it <laughs> i'm really thirsty right now fuck you simon yeah, now yeah bro I, I, and we're about to talk about how bad they need water and you can't yeah. drink it okay Chris? I, I wasn't thirsty a minute ago and now i am parched i'm so thirsty <laughs> okay but alex can i can i swallow my pride and apologize to christian a little bit because now that i'm looking at the file names of my of zeta zeta <laughs> very different <laughs> different than what is on the wikipedia so 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 this is why so. all right a couple things this is why i love alex and this is why alex is not a mondo mondo would never apologize for his mistake thank you for, okay alex <laughs> is taking responsibility for the actions that you made and i love, I love it. it i love it so much so. I, I dried Chris. I love the dry Christian, but this time, this time I was wrong. So, so Christian, you get one free drag what. on me at some yeah. point in the next. Because Alex, end of this Alex is always <laughs> fucking right. We always have these stupid arguments, and he's always <laughs> this one time. And I'm wrong this time. I'll admit it. <laughs> yes. Wow. This... I did. I didn't have much many notes for this. I, again, it's just another really tragic, sad filler episode. I did. Yeah. I think I, maybe I misinterpreted it, or you did, Christian. I didn't think that they were siblings. Um, her and the dead pilot. I thought they were lovers. They may, I may have just been lovers. Be completely wrong. I thought they were siblings. Um, or they were. I thought they were a family of some 
type or another. I loved this episode, and I love like I thought Masai was an incredible pilot, and uh, the animation uh, and the way she used the environment to fight fight off basically the entire team uh, was pretty mm-hmm. was pretty cool. And I think we're starting to see uh, a little bit of the team dynamic build between judo and his friends which for the first time is really exercised in gundam and we'll get into that later because i really love that part of the show anyways i love this episode yeah this episode also was i think a really good start to all of the like beautiful like desert art that we're going to see in the next couple episodes i've been in love with all of the like location design and like when they're out in like you know i don't know i i think that they just did like they do they go out of their way so much to diversify all of the different environments that they're in and i just think that like i i very appreciate that to all of the animators of this show Yeah, I I really like this episode a lot. Um, Simon and Alex, did how did you all interpret her relationship to the dead pilot? Did you think it, they were siblings or like a partners partnership? I took it as partner. What do you think? Simon? I thought. What? Yeah, I thought that it was like a husband wife situation, but I mean, like you said that Christian, and think in thinking back to it, like I definitely just assumed that. Yeah, I think I did the same. I don't know if there was any reason to believe that they weren't siblings or that they were partners yeah. or anything. I just sure. kind of, I'd made an assumption. Yeah, guess, yeah. I guess I projected that I'm onto I'm going to go back there. and take a look. Yeah, interesting. Well, regardless. All right. Uh, any more thoughts on that episode before we move on? They have quicksand in it. That was the only thing that I said. Oh, and I Angel love enemy. <laughs> Dude, I'm so fucking scared of quicksand. Like, what if I fall in quicksand and like no one's there to like throw a rope at me to like get me out? You know what I'm saying? Was it know. was was it Mondo in the quicksand? I I was just like just take him. Dude, just I fucking him. hope. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you heard it here first. I hope Mondo. I hope you run into some quicksand and no <laughs> one's there to help you to get you out. You rat bastard. <laughs> Watch All Mondo right. have a super ridiculous. That's my mind. final thought. <laughs> uh, all right episode 27 lena's blood part one lady haman holds a party to show off maneva zabi to the aristocrats of earth of the earth federation the gundam team attacks dakar to distract the enemy forces while judo sneaks into the part party to finally reunite with lena while attempting the rescue haman confronts judo and lena and lena is shot Judo goes into like a new type fugue state and Haman is stunned by his power and aura. In the end, Judo is able to leave with Lena, but their core fighter is shot down over the water while they're escaping. Um, Alex, do you think that Judo is our most powerful protagonist that we've seen in the franchise so far? Absolutely. His new type abilities. I. Yes. I, I don't know if that's because they're focusing on developing new type abilities a lot more in this show or not than the other two shows, but it seems like his new type abilities are significantly stronger and so much more prevalent. I mean, when when do you... What, sorry to cut you off, Michael, Go but ahead, when, 
when are you ever going to see Haman Karn overwhelmed or like yeah. like shaken? That probably never has happened to her in her life. Yeah. And uh, that says something, but, you know, if Judo is able to do that to her, just with his presence. But I, I also I also wonder if Camille existed in Zeta existed. If Camille was the main character in Zeta Zeta, would have like focusing on the new type powers so much more. Mm-hmm. If this new type powers would have been comparable to Judo's or not. Yeah. Like I don't actually know. But it's think, like if you think about the end of uh 0079 like Amaro's ability to control his powers and use them during the Battle of Abaku is definitely like the most we've seen someone harness their abilities. Yeah. But it seems like just based off of like pure power that Judo, especially if you're comparing it to Camille, has just like a lot more raw power or something. I, I don't know. It's like really cool to see though in this this episode because yeah. I think what the show has done with Judo, the dynamics of his character in my opinion, make him the most interesting protagonist. Um, I completely agree with that. I like. I I absolutely. Th- I think that he's a great character. You know what? Now that you say that, I was like, I was really worried at the beginning of him kind of just being a himbo. To be like completely frank with you, but now that I'm like thinking about it, he absolutely is my favorite as well. Because, yeah. Oh no. Oh oh, he's your favorite. He's your favorite now. Who who dragged me through the fucking mud when I said Judo is my favorite protagonist? Yeah. That's right. Everyone else on this fucking podcast. No way, so Vindication. Yeah, no, Vindication. Okay, Alex had a fucking first round pick. Alex had an insane first round pick. Like, oh my god. Oh. Yeah. No, I think, I think Judo's and his uh, like his evolution of motivations to. Mm-hmm. be on the Argama and uh be involved in this this war between Aug and Axis, uh I think is also the most interesting development amongst all the protagonists as well. That's for sure. Bro, but he's just like a fucking Ares. Like he's just acting on instinct right oh, now. Oh totally. Which is like like I, I don't know. It, I, I feel like I, I'm very interested to see where that's gonna like lead the show in the future to like mm-hmm. a, 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 a like the ultimate end to the series. But yeah, as an Aries, that has been the best thing you said this podcast. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, no. <laughs> Aries gang over here. Fuck yeah. I, I I don't know anything about the zodiac. I don't know Aries traits very well, but I I completely agree because I can identify. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> yes, struck a nerve. Um, l- let's go ahead and jump into episode 28 since it is the second part here. So, Christian, you want to take it away? Yes. Uh, Lena's Blood Part 2. Um, so, anyways, uh, in this here episode, let me. <laughs> what was that? I, you're not gonna, you're not gonna. You're not gonna go. We're not gonna like let that slap without bringing up. What did you no, just? Not, no, it can. We can keep going. Let's roll with it. I kind of like love rolling with it. <laughs> I love Christian's witch character. Yeah. So the witch I character can't... it comes out not too often, but I love. That's it his entry. His his entry point is anyways. Like you have to have an entry yeah. point to a character. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I need to buy time before I, I look at my notes and then I, I just get a little bit. Okay, so anyways, let me break it down in this episode right here. A lot of <laughs> crazy shit happens. So, somehow, uh, 
Judo and his sister are rescued out of the sea by, I think it is, by Elpio. Um, or Ple, as some like to call her. And she's uh, taken to this little island. And um, mm-hmm. Elpio like, has this interesting, super pivotal character development moment to where she goes from trying to kill Lena to trying to save her. Um, but anyways, she wants to get her out of the way so that Judo can focus on helping, uh, Aug and the rest of everybody retake Dakar. Um, anyways, all this madness ensues, and tragically, uh, Lena is caught in the crossfire of the battle, and, uh, enemy mobile suit falls right on top of her, um, before she's able to get medical help. Um. But, yeah, this is the first time in the show that we get real stakes. We get, uh, you know, a major character dying in a really tragic way. Um, and, uh... <laughs> uh, no, this is not the first time we've had a major character die. Long live Romberwall. Long live that pilot in 0079. The big chubby dude who was my favorite. Okay, okay, wait, okay. Okay, maybe, okay. What I mean is, in Double Zeta, we get like a serious, you know, a serious plot. Like this for Emma Sheen. Justice for Emma Sheen. (laughs) I'm not talking about Justice for a lot of people, Christian. Okay, way to hijack what I was talking about. That's not what I'm talking about here. Okay? Lane is the first we're being, we're being difficult. member of the cast to, you know... Anyways. Um, great episode. Someone, yes, take it this away. This is a fantastic episode. Um, okay, I have a couple things to say. I have a... Yes, Let me go first. Go ahead. Okay, firstly, I'm just gonna go through my notes really quick. Short King, he's back. I love it. We yes, got the Short King. Hayato, we need to say, anytime we see... Anytime we see Hayato, we gotta say we respect our short king. He's such a good character, and I'm so glad he's just like a yes. constant father figure in our show. Um, I love having him. Uh, very brutal episode when Play tried to kill Lena. That was like really difficult to watch because it's two characters that I really like. Um, yeah, and just like very difficult to kind of see this very primal instinct come out of Play, a character who just like needs a little bit of guidance. My final note. There is no way that Lena is dead. I'm calling yes. it. If she is dead, if she's dead, I will eat my shorts. Yeah. What? All right. I hope you get those. I hope you fry those in butter before you eat them. Dude. No, I am a hundred percent with Michael. Game of Thrones rules. We never yeah. saw the body. Okay? Exactly. Thank you. Hundred uh, percent. No. They, I... they even said. They even said they didn't have time to look for the body. Yo, no I, dude, yeah. but she was okay, but that fucking mobile suit landed on her and she, it fucking exploded. She was passed out in a in a tent and a mobile suit landed on her and it exploded. Christian's right. If she's, exactly if she's dead, said. I will eat a Subway foot long sandwich. I camera. will order a turkey <laughs> sub from Subway. Okay, that is that is the stake. No, no. Me no, and Michael no, will no, both no. order turkey sub tuna, tuna foot long tuna fat. Subway sandwich. <laughs> See, Christian, don't this is why we're that, good bro. partners. Don't make me do because, that, bro. Because I was, I was about to say they have to eat tuna as well. 
as the Subway Tuna. I think tuna. eating Subway is a punishment enough. <laughs> Subway Mystery Tuna <laughs> Sandwich. <laughs> hey, uh, tuna, I'm using ill quotes for our listeners because they can't see me do it because we don't officially know if it's tuna or not yet. Hey, can it's I definitely you all with something? Yes. Mobile suit Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but is that I, anything? <laughs> I think it is. I really right. did not like these episodes because of Lena possibly being dead. They're good episodes, but I, I was very upset. I was watching them. Upset. Very upset. I am watching the show under the guise that Lena is still alive. That is yeah. how I viewed the following things. I have not. It maybe it's me dealing with grief. Maybe I'm in the denial phase. Okay, but I am just like. I cannot see a world where Lena is still alive. Yeah. And I want to stress this. Or, we we have where not Lena watched ahead. Lena is not still alive. Yes. Yeah. Simon, you have not watched ahead. No. No, no, okay. no, no, no. I haven't no, either. No, no, the no. last episode I watched was episode 29. Yes. And I You didn't watch 30? Uh, the last episode I watched was episode 30. <laughs> I just couldn't <laughs> see it. So it was on the next page of my notes. <laughs> um and so, I, I mean, I have not seen a spoiler. I cannot even imagine that Lena is dead. Um, if she is, I will eat a Subway footlong. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't believe it to be true. All right. If I, she, okay. I, if, hope, I hope you guys are right. I really hope you don't have to okay. eat a Subway Yeah, same. If we are right, I'm going to Grubhub you both a Subway footlong. <laughs> hey, if, if it's a meatball sub. I have both of a, your addresses. <laughs> like I, You actually don't have my address anymore? Oh, we'll fuck. find it. <laughs> I'm going to Grubhub. Okay, so I'm going to find your what address and Grubhub you one. But I'm also going to Grubhub the person that currently lives in your apartment. <laughs> hey, so, hey, if it's a... If can if it's a meatball sub, I will gladly eat all that. All right, all right. That subway sub. You can just do that now, and I do that <laughs> with the meatball sub. Oh subway. no, bro! I hope you don't lose. Oh no, bro. <laughs> um, do we have any? Do we have any more thoughts on the, on these uh, these two episodes? No, we'll Lena's monitor. We'll monitor the Lena situation moving forward. Uh, I just I love. Where I mean, is Lena? I I love play becoming and being like, oh fuck you, and then like like I said earlier. How she realized all she wants is a family. That's mm-hmm. all Judo wants is a family. That like, I, I love. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I love that. I love the interaction. They're such good characters. Yeah, amazing character development. Uh, yeah, I agree. Also, it, like the yes. again the team dynamic developing between everybody uh, working together and using the mobile suits in the action. It is is just very satisfying, and I think. You know, yeah. in the past episodes, I think you get that some some in seventy nine and some in Zeta, but like at the same time, it just seems like chaotic. They're not really working together. In in Double Zeta, it seems like they're like a real like unit, and I I think it just comes from them being close friends. And I don't know, I think it's really fun. Very well said. I don't have anything to add. It's yeah, it's so great. Um, so, well, yeah, let's go to episode 29, Runaway Rue. Uh, great episode title. Uh, Lena's death haunts Judo and the Gundam team, who have all returned to the Argama, um, and they don't know how to deal with it. Rue decides that tough love is the best way, and she pushes Judo to move past his personal feelings because, get this, war is bad. Rue faces a backlash from the team and leaves the Argama. 
Limitoto and the Neozeon team attack uh, Akaraba base, and the Gundam team defends the town. Uh, Glimmy is defeated when Mondo uses Rue as bait and to disengage Glimmy, basically using Rue as a shield. Um, Rue does not return to the Argama. Uh, basically, war is bad, and Judo is sad, and Rue is sorry. Um, and I think I okay. was a little drunk when I wrote that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I'm going to come with a hot take here. Maybe a hot take. I don't know. Maybe it's just a warm take. But this is my favorite episode in the block we watched. That's really? interesting. Really? I, that, it's, it's hands down my favorite episode. Did you I, like all of the fighting? Like all of the mobile suit battle and like choreography and everything? I loved everything about the episode. I, lo- I, love, yeah, I love the fighting. I love seeing... Uh, wait, no. Maybe it's Unit 1 that was my favorite. It might be Blue Unit Part 1. Oh, the Blue Unit. The Blue Gundam. Yeah. I, like, I mean, I wouldn't. Is, is that? I wouldn't be surprised if this was your favorite. It's a really good episode. I I think that it's a like, great episode. It's the. I guess my question is, what episode is it when they go to the underground city? Because that's my favorite episode. Oh, that's the next block. episode. That's yeah. It's a okay. Alex. Okay. I cannot wait to talk to you about that. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. But this episode was my second favorite. I loved it. I loved. I my one favorite moments is Rue just going like, didn't like. I know that she's like criticizing him for not being soldiers, and mm-hmm. yeah, like when he's like freaking out, being sad about her being dead. Yeah. I, I, I hate Mondo. I love how Mondo uses Rue as a shield against <laughs> yeah. Glummy. Like fuck Mondo, but also like, gotta give Mondo his own credit. He knows how to like fight, and like that. That's exactly the move. To I do. mean, Mondo fights dirty. We know Mondo's, that. No, be- that was Beecha yeah. that did that. Was that Beecha who yeah. did it? Either way, it was it was a good call. It was Mondo a plays the strat where he plays Kirby sitting on the edge of fucking the map, inhaling you and then falling <laughs> off of the map. Yeah. Yes, because um. <laughs> in my notes I, I have it. I... Beecha is a what nasty if Kirby inhaled Beecha. a mobile suit? Yeah, it probably was Beecha. I, I again, I think I had yeah. had a couple beers when I when I watched this one. Yeah. Because uh, my notes awesome. are a little all over the place. My my only other note is that the backing jazz track is a little wild yes. uh, during yes. these, these highly emotional scenes where Rue and Judo are talking about his sister's death. It's just like a yeah. very also, awkward I, awkward music <laughs> in that scene. <laughs> yes. Also, I love the is it is this episode right where uh uh what's her face plague jumped into the uh, double Zeta with uh. With Judo, Judo, right? Yeah, they pilot it together. And then, kind of cool. mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she's like telling him, like, hey, we had a point. Fucking figure out your shit. We got yeah. stuff to do. And I was like, yeah, I love that. I do. I, I love... Go ahead, Alex. Oh, sorry. What, I, what I was about to say, I love, actually comes in the next episode, so I'll, I'll keep that. Okay. I will say, yeah, I just think that the the show does a really good job of explaining all the emotions that everyone's feeling, and it also kind of does a really good job of showing how different people deal with trauma. Um, the th- it also shows the immaturity of people who are, you know, teenagers and explaining to each other how they should be able to get over things, you know, not realizing that everybody is on a different, like, emotional wavelengths. So yeah. I think that, like, you know, it is surprisingly just, like, really well written, and I think the characters do, a good, pretty, like, a pretty good job of explaining how they're feeling. Um way better if you compare it to zeta 
the way that this is handled and the way that the the characters explain how they feel to each other is so much better than the Rekawa situation in Zeta, where like yeah. nobody explains how they're feeling to each other at all. Yeah, and it's just like, what's even happening? Also, I I really like how they used a Rue to kind of be like, hey, Judo, get your shit together, and not Bright. That would have been really shitty to use Bright because. Yeah, Bright takes Even a backseat in this in this series, and I I love it, and and I really like how Bright doesn't like he just kind he like the way I took it is Bright's just letting Judo mourn because mm-hmm. he lost his sister. He's like, my hands, nope, I'm not touching this one. This is your problem. I got a bottle to hit in the back. <laughs> but like, he's seen he it just kind of like you know, I like how he like he's, yeah he's he I think better hands Bright intimately knows what it. Yeah, he, he intimately knows what it's like to lose very important people to very pivotal moments. And even with Judo, he knows what it's like to try to restrain Judo. And he A, he knows it's not going to work. Yep. But I think it shows his kind of respect for Judo and like shows how he, he respects Judo as a pioneer and respects him as a new type to be like, okay, I'm giving, I'm, I'm lightening his leash, kind of letting him do what he needs mm-hmm. to do. I trust that he's going to do the right thing in the end. He even says that at some point in this block. He's like, Judo's going to do the right thing. Like, lets him do whatever he needs to do. Yeah, I love that. It is That is a good point of, like, how Bright handles these situations better or, like, differently. He's, like, a lot more callous than he was. Like, if you think about Ryu's death in 79, remember, like, him just, like, blubbering, crying yeah. about Ryu's yeah. death. It's just, like, so different to how he reacts to, to like, death and war now. Yeah, war sucks, and he's been horribly callous by it. Yeah. Yeah. The only other note I have is that Glimmy's mobile suit kind of fucks. I like really like Glimmy's mobile oh, suit. Yeah. Yeah. Also, oh my my other main note is I fucking love that Neo Zion like fuck you, Glimmy, you fucked up. Yeah, dude. I <laughs> <laughs> just leave I leave his ass in the desert. I love that so much. It's what he deserves. In my notes, I have nobody feel sorry for Glimmy. no no not poor glammy also um, let's jump into episode 30 really quick though we learned that glammy is part of the zombie family line is that did y'all catch that i don't know if he's part of the zombies or if he's just like an aristocratic like I Descendant. thought he was just an aristocrat. He may be yeah. like a distant relative of, like, in in other words, an indirect heir to the Zabi family, mm-hmm. which is an interesting. Thing. Yeah, he's definitely important. Yeah, definitely important in some way. I didn't realize how important he was until this episode. I'm like, oh, okay. So, episode thirty, the Blue Team Part One, which was this is a great episode. So, uh, Rue ends up uh, deucing from the Argama, much like many of our protagonists before. Um, and she ends up in the town of Galdai. Um, and in this little town is this uh, mercenary team uh, called the African Independence Fighters. In other words, uh, aka the blue team, and they're the this badass team of uh, mobile suit fighters that kind of hang around this little town. 
So Rue, while she's there, runs into this total creeper porn recruiter type guy. And um, <clears throat> while she's kind of hanging out with him, she ends up running into Glemmy. And um, Glemmy kind of is sucked into the situation there because the blue team kind of scoops him up and uh, out of the desert and they use him as a spy. And what's interesting in this episode is they kind of they make another uh, reference to real world geopolitics in that the uh, the blue team are very suspicious of French spies, and it's kind mm -hmm. of uh, a reference to uh, France's occupation of, of northern Africa, especially Algeria. Um, so I thought that was very interesting a part of the show, and um. So, yeah, anyways, a uh, credible fight ensues between the Argamas Gundam team and the blue team. Um, and eventually they defeat them, sadly, because I was a part of me was kind of rooting for the blue team a little bit. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So, what was your all's favorite part of this episode? And lastly, what was your favorite part of this episode block? Ooh. <laughs> Good question. I kind of uh, realized how funny it is that they're just called the blue team. Like <laughs> they get like they're just like, like red we need a blue. defining character feature. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like, fuck, we already have like all of these like Nazi parallels <laughs> and like terrorism, and it's like, fuck it, just call them blue team. Next team will be red team. <laughs> like, yeah. I got a I got a lot of words about this episode. I got a lot Let's of hear it. Hey, uh, blue team's amazing. I hundred percent, I hundred percent support the African Liberation Front. I, I hope that they succeed. I did not watch part two yet. I really wanted to, but held off. Um, they're fucking dope. I love that the leader, of the dude, is like, hey, don't fuck with those. Gundam's over there. And then mm -hmm. the one guy's like, nah, fuck it. And he comes back and like, I can't leave the homie behind. <laughs> I'm gonna fight with you. Love that. Um, I love the blue Zaku's that they're using. Okay, I cool. love uh, Underground City. I know I mentioned it. Uh, Fucking dope. No, uh, disagree. I don't. I don't like the weird underground European shit. You're wrong. You're wrong. I love the slur for white people they use. Like, what was it? Fucking love the distrust of white. French spy. I'm like Franks. Yeah, Franks. <laughs> which they call him Franks, which isn't Frank because like, all of us are named Frank. <laughs> yeah. Which I get technically like isn't typically used as a slur, but like they're clearly using it as a slur there. Mm -hmm. I support it. Uh, Black Power. It's Black History Month, so I'm extra excited for anything pro Africa. <laughs> um, uh, fuck creepy dude. Kind of like him. Fuck him. Yes, uh, Alex. That is exactly how I felt because I was like, yeah. I was like, this guy is probably bad, but he can hang. He can hang. Like fuck him, but I kind of like him. Like fuck um, him, but like he's invited to the party. Like he he's he coming. Is, like we don't love he, that he's there, but like he's one of those super pretentious artist friends that you don't really like. But like ah, the Simon of the group. You enjoy him. <laughs> no, you're not like that. Like <laughs> he he's a bad pretentious artist friend, but also like 
he's still a friend so like exactly don't like him exactly like, yeah all right but you don't show any of your friends him you know like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's a he's a friend you, he's a friend you keep in secret um, <laughs> i love i i love that uh the blue unit fucking uses glammy he's like oh you're a fucking frank let's let's get you he's not even a frank he's not even from earth i love it so much um Underground City was fucking cool. I don't know why I don't like it. Like, I don't like it. Weird, I don't trust yeah. it. I, my, I, I don't trust the weird underground European city underneath oh, no. the other city. It's bad. I, it's like a mall. 100% think is Yeah, no, you know, think you know bad, what that but it's city so would cool. feel like? It, it would feel like an airport. I think is yeah, exactly, exactly. the and feeling. Hold on, but yes, why was definitely. the entrance into that little city area so discreet? Like, why did it look like it was someone like <laughs> <laughs> going into some backroom crack deal situation. But then he like you go down this escalator is this really nice shopping mall. Like, what? Yeah, that's instilling just, a bad expectation in children. It's just a Nordstrom's. They, yeah. Well, it's it's because white people keep all the good things to themselves because of the selfish and rude fucking Franks. Fucking uh, Franks, Going back man. to what Simon just said, have any of you been to LA, been to the international part of LAX? Oh, did no, you feel no. that way too? <laughs> yes, it's like this it's this giant mall with this four story yes. projection screen. Wow. I instantly thought of LAX. Yeah. <laughs> I like Nordstrom's uh, too. Like there's definitely a Nordstrom's yeah. in there. Like, oh my gosh. They hundred percent okay, you will one hundred percent find a map down there that is the exact format of a mall map with the little numbers yes. at the bottom and like where everything is labeled. Wow. Yeah, it definitely has like an Auntie Anne's pretzels and a Wetzel's Dude, pretzels. Just like I fucking miss a little balls. bit. Like, I'm gonna say it. Two, is... two Cinnabons. It has two Cinnabons. Y'all are making oh, me definitely. so sad right now. I want to go to a fucking <laughs> Zoomies more than anything right now. Okay, quick question. Quick question. Um, do you guys think Bicha yeah, belongs in the Hayakushiki? No. Bicha. No. no, absolutely not. Absolutely no. not. That no, shit was no. so disrespectful, Christian. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, sec- second question. To think that to think that Shar piloted it and now fucking Bicha is in there is yeah. disgusting. It's Yeah. It should be who should yeah. pilot it? Of the no. existing team. Pilot it. Really? Yeah. I can see that. I, I actually have a note. I have a note which again I think I had been drinking when I did these episodes, but I don't know why I wrote this, but I said I only trust Eno. That's my note. I only trust Eno. <laughs> of, of, of Judo's friends. No, of anyone. I trust the most <laughs> of everyone. Like okay. my wife. Like, I met. can't trust her anymore. I only trust Eno. Uh, I feel like I mean this. This is this is gonna be a very standard take, but I think Ryu should be the one piloting it. That is, Definitely. it needed to be said, Alex. Alex, it needed to be said though. It's I a like standard Rune take. Zeta. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like Ru and Zeta, but I think I think Inu should be in Zeta. Uh, I really like Ella, Ellie, L. It's L. Yeah, you landed it. L, L, A, 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 under my umbrella. Uh, I I really like her in uh, Mark Two. Me too. I I would like to see you upgrade to the uh, to to Zeta as well, but like mm-hmm. her in Mark Two, she just connected super well to me. I like how she like. When she pirated it, I really like how the judo is just kind of swapping out Gundams. Yeah, like, I love when he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna take the Zeta because it's more aerodynamic, oh, easier to maneuver." I'm like, 
I like that it's not like oh this only only one pilot pilots this. I like that kind of fluidity of like they're all very competent pilots and yeah. they'll choose whatever fits. The whole team will best. jump into whatever mobile suit and I think that's I yeah. love that. That's so great. Yeah, I feel like the only ones who should be allowed to pilot the uh the Mega Rider should be Chicha and Mondo. Because they don't deserve they don't they don't trust it enough to be inside a mobile suit yet. I will say Beecha is starting to grow on me. Like I kinda like the moments that Beecha's having and, and where he just he doesn't hold back at all. He doesn't pull any punches. And he like fights dirty. I don't know. I think Mondo and Beecha are starting to become like actually useful to the team and they're they're starting to develop their own motivations as well. So I like that even they are getting some like character development as well. But I will say Beecha is kind of growing on me. I feel like like if Beecha and Mondo were given another opportunity to betray their friends, they wouldn't now. I'd like to think Ooh, that. Growth. Mm. <clears throat> Maybe I I, I still need a few more episodes of them before I can trust them. I don't, yes. know, I, I don't know. I don't trust them still. All right. I think it's time. I think it's time for hashtag the take. <laughs> the big take. Double Zeta is better than Zeta. Ooh. <laughs> Absolutely agree. I 100% agree with you, Michael. 100% agree. 100% agree. This is this is for all the Reddit boys in the back. This you can't show, see this right now, but I just shit my pants. I have, this show oh my god. is so good. It is... It is. I... I, it's my favorite one. It's my favorite show we've watched so far. Okay, yeah. Yeah. The fuck yeah. Why do yeah. people not like this show? It's yeah. so good. The, because they because they watched the first three episodes, it's super slapstick funny. It's very different to what the sh- what, what Zeta was. And they don't give it the time it needs. Also, I honestly, Alex, I, I don't even think that's valid. I think that the show is good from moment one. I think without the slapstick, the rest of it doesn't land. Like I said in the last episode, the, the way that the show moves with the blocks of episodes is so good. But what I think truly makes this show good is dynamics. I think that it is so variable in how each episode can be and how the characters can grow that it is just night and day. To, in my opinion, I, I think it's so like so much better than Zeta. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, like I loved Zeta. But I yeah. think this show has so much more room. I mean, granted, there's... We still have ten plus episodes left, but at this point, I this is so good. I think Double Zeta might be the most underrated, like the under most underrated show in the franchise, because at this point, I think it's better than both Zero Zero Seventy Nine and Zeta. This is like a master grade in my opinion, or pro yeah. grade. It's yep. so good. 100%. 100% Judo, agree with you, Michael. Judo is so much better than Camille. Judo is so much better than Amuro. And I love oh, both God. of those characters. He's still going. <laughs> Judo has actually shown growth through the show. He's like, he has gone from being something to growing into like a different character. He's gone through loss. He like is like 
you know, he's had friends that betrayed him, but then his friends have come back. Like Christian was just saying, Bicha and Mondo, two characters we hated, are kind of coming around. There's variable in how people are growing as characters that you just simply did not see in Zeta. The yeah. fact that people don't like the show, people hate it. I was on Reddit today, and somebody posted uh, their their fucking like ranking of Universal Century, and they said this was trash. Dude. And I just, I, I like actually think that you're dumb if you think that the show is bad and you like <laughs> Zeta. Because it is just better Zeta. The show is Zeta, but better. I don't understand. I don't understand. Unless like unless something happens in the last like fourteen episodes that is Buck Wild, <laughs> like I just can't imagine that this show gets bad. I know. It's so good. Alex, go. I I I the main reason people don't like this is because people don't like watching subs. This I think is, you're it right. goes back to the old sub dub debate and. You know what? Wait, people I, are I love... so lazy. The fucking like, okay, um, Bong Joon Ho, or that's who did Parasite, right? Yes. He yeah. has yes. this great quote where he's like, "The second that American audiences can get over the two-inch barrier of subtitles, they'll have a whole world of cinema." Open <laughs> yes, exactly. Is hundred percent true. As I also actually, I just watched Parasite uh, the other night. Hundred percent agree. Um. <laughs> It's, yeah, just like you know what. I, I, this I, is my new hot take. Double Zeta is better than Parasite, a movie I love. Oh, <laughs> Michael, Michael, oh, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. C- cut the mic. I cut the mic. Abigail, cut the mic. I can't comment on that because I'm still processing Parasite. <laughs> but good luck, bro. I was gonna say, uh, like, I, I, I am criticizing people writing off this show because it's not dubbed. As someone who prefers watching dubs 90% of the time, because yeah. I usually do something watching anime, I prefer dubs. But, like, give it a fucking shot. Like, my new hot take. This there, is such a okay, good Okay, but there are... Imp- this is better... Go ahead, Simon. Go ahead. It's better than Christianity. Better <laughs> oh, than Christianity. That's not odd. And, and here's why. <laughs> Honestly, Simon, Simon, Mondo is better than Christianity. <laughs> and we can prove it. Okay, Christian, go ahead. Go ahead. I think this... Double Zeta is the Gundam franchise hitting full stride. And you can, there are empirical uh, facts that you can use to prove that point. Uh, number one, and I will, I will sound like a broken record, I don't care. The dialogue and the comedy beats and the dynamics between the characters yeah. are so smooth mm-hmm. in Double Zeta. It's like drinking... Uh, yes. you know, really yes. smooth bourbon or any kind of delicious liquor. Elmer's it just blue. like it just makes <laughs> you feel warm. It just Double Zeta, mm-hmm. I think, compared to its uh, predecessors, I mean, outclasses them by far. And yes. just watch it, and you will see that. I think that, and that's just that's just one yes. example. The animation, the art, the the character design, the I mean, um. There's there's so many. Michael already mentioned the interesting character motivations. They're so much different than you know. Judo has his own personal connection to why he's involved in this. Uh, uh, Amuro and Camille kind of get swept along, you know. And so you know, th- there's just so many reasons why Double Zeta you can use to say is better. And 
I'm so glad that Michael like had the courage to say this because he just like opened up the faucet on all of us. <laughs> it, but it's true. I mean, I mean, we've mm-hmm. said we said from the beginning that we wanted to celebrate the show, and I like, I truly, I truly believe that it's true. Like, I truly think that. I don't think it's like a weird fucking like hot takey thing to even say like i was kind of playing it up as the take because at firstly i think it's a funny bit secondly because like it it would be a hot take like if, if you said that people would be like in the gundam community people would be like that's insane it's an insane thing to think but i just think it's not like i don't it's not even hard for me to say or so think crazy <laughs> it just might work exactly, exactly. yes <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think what this show has going for it is pacing it's just, yep Zeta was Zeta was great, right? but it was so sometimes but not it was so deep that it got monotonous. Yeah, like, well, yeah. it's everything sad, everything sad, everything's always sad, mm-hmm. and like I love exactly. that I could have incredibly sad moments like mm-hmm. Lena's blood, or even uh, the Phantom Colony, which is a pretty fucking sad episode. Well, it's exactly what Michael it. said. It's so it explores yeah. so many different like so many different things. This show is. 500 different tv shows but it just weaves it together so beautiful i don't know it's yeah I, yeah i'm so yeah. glad we all feel the same way it, it is smooth yeah. like you all had such valid points like it's just like yeah it's very yeah aff- with, with the caveat we still we still have 16 episodes left but like i i it would people say the whole thing is like the the, the last you know the last block of episodes is the best people always say that so like yeah. I think that it's going to like obviously change a little bit, but at this point, it's not. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's that like hot takey to say. In all honesty, that is better. In, I can't like, believe the, you just tweeted this, dude. Who the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck just tweeted this? We're going to lose the small, like the small listener base we currently have. This is the nail in the coffin. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what is happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, gonna the, go, I'm gonna go find the this. podcast. Just treated double Zeta greater than, and Zeta. you know it's heavy-handed sometimes, but also like it's talking about real-world politics at the same time. You know, Gundam has always yeah. done yes. that, but I think Double Zeta does an excellent job at it as well. It lands, and that's another thing. You know, I also fundamentally agree with the idea that war is fucking terrible, yeah. and I love that this show is seeing. <laughs> Like Gundam says war is terrible, but this show says war is fucking terrible. So Yeah. I can endorse that. Hey completely. guys, I think I finally get it. War is bad, right? War is bad, <laughs> right? Oh. It took it took two and a half seasons a series of Gundam. It took to twenty one to years of my life and now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh I think at this point it's good for us to kinda of wind down a little bit. Um does anyone have any final thoughts before we, we move on to the next block? I'm ready. I'm ready to start. As soon as we're done, I'm, I'm ready, ready to too. watch some more. I'm, I'm excited. Um, uh, I do have a thought. Can we not end on another cliffhanger? Yeah. Yes. Ne- next episode, if we if we end on a part one, then we'll we'll either decide. We're finish it. Yeah, we'll either decide to push through and do one more episode, or we'll. We did we'll go this to ourselves. Yeah. You guys do realize this because we were applauding our like, oh, we are masters at blocking out these episodes, like such yeah, no. good story beats. And then this <laughs> time, the first, like the first like, two seasons, the first time it's well. happened to us. Yeah, the first two seasons. It yeah, so no, well. but this season, Tomino was literally just like these motherfuckers got too high I on their horse. Yeah, story beat. Like, 
not, I'm not Could complaining. you imagine, though, if we had... No, me neither. Can you imagine if he had ended it on Lena's blood part one, though? Alex, don't say shit like that. At least ending at least ending this episode where we did, it's like, this fuck. Like, it's a cliffhanger, but it's not as bad as a cliffhanger as Cecilia. Oh, I'm stoked. The Cecilia block. Um, yeah, so I think that's it for this episode. We'll be back next week with episodes 31 through 40. Um, yeah, until then, it has been me, Michael. Um, thank you to Christian, Alex, and Simon for joining me. Uh, thank you to DJ Arc 78 for the tunes um, on the intro and outro. And as always, we love you. Mwah. We love you, you in week. real life. <laughs> We love you and uh, thank you, Michael. Again, yes. thank you. Thank you, you Michael. Credit. We love you so honestly, much, I, Michael, the show. And I'm gonna say this: I am so happy. I'm so happy with the conclusion we came to that I don't even need to see a burning crap card this week. Like, <laughs> I'm, wait, I'll I'll take, wait, that's Whoa. the actual I'm take. That's the actual take. <laughs> that's, that's the, the beauty. Like, I know, I know, that's, you're waiting, for ladies me to and say gentlemen. Michael, but like, ladies and gentlemen. That's the prestige, baby. Good night. That's the prestige. <laughs> <laughs>